Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. And I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author of Take My Sunshine, coming winter 2024. And this is Lit Sis. Hey, Mad. Yeah, Haley. Don't you have an Instagram? I do have an Instagram. You can see all that I'm reading at Maddie Reads a lot. M-A-D-D-Y, right? right, M-A-D-D-Y. And then don't you have another one? I do. I do have a new Instagram that you can follow me for all of my author things at Emmy Glenn's underscore author. M-E-G-L-I-N-Z underscore author. I love it. I also have an Instagram. Ooh, yes. Would you like to share? It's Brooke and Binding. Mm -hmm. And if you want to see anything about LitSys itself, you can find information about LitSys at LitSys Podcast on Instagram as well. Go check them out. Happy Friday, LitSys Nurse. Hello. Happy Friday. I hope you guys are all having a good Friday. So, um, recording this actually on friday which doesn't happen every time however the day we were going to record i had a bit of a a, an issue in which i was locked out of my uh i had other things to deal with but we are here for you today friday morning early in the morning to bring you the episode of litsis for today so I feel like this episode could like ramble. So I think we need to try to like give a little bit of guidance as to like what they can expect for the episode and what we're kind of wanting to talk about. But I, I know you have very strong feelings. So I feel like <laughs> you've got some stuff you need to like get off your chest and I can like kind of chime in here and there. But if you've not looked at the title of the episode, we are looking at Pet Peeves in books. Now, I yes. think this probably stemmed from like me mentioning a pet peeve that I had earlier in the week mm-hmm. that someone was doing. And I was just like, oh, that just bothers me so much. Like people will say certain phrases or they will yep. walk slow or they will like do things that like just can. Everyone's just got a little something. Everyone has something that bothers them, right? Like someone does something not even, you know, unbeknownst to the person that's actually doing it. You know, you are just like slowly like, oh, yeah, the one oh, thing that this really me. Um, yeah. yeah. So through that conversation, Madison was like, hey, I have some pet peeves that I've been noticing in books. And if you guys have been listening to the last few episodes, I'm sure you've noticed she's been throwing out a few here and there of things that are like, oh, I really don't like that. That really bothered me. I feel like this is such a trope. Everyone's doing this right now. So that's why I'm saying I feel like you have some stuff you need to get off your chest a little bit. So why don't you share with us maybe where this came from for you or like what what some of these things are. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you list? Have you thought of any for, for yourself or no? You know, I had one or two, but they're slowly losing my, like, they've lost my train of thought right now. They've lost the desk of my thoughts. They've fallen in the pile of all the other things. But I'm sure the more you start talking, the more I'll be like, yes, oh my gosh, that was mine. Because it's in here somewhere. It's just not currently in front of my brain. But it is is there. I will start with, it is early. I am I'm still in bed, honestly. I'm still laying in bed. 
first. I'll go with an easy one. It's the I, but I don't like those like ridged edges on a book. Oh yes, when the paper looks like it's yes. like frayed or something like that. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So, so why? Where, why? That's so strange. I feel like that can give like a book character. So why don't you like that? I just think it's unnecessary. Okay, I, you don't like that it adds to the aesthetic. I don't like that, like, they're uneven sizes. I don't know. It's it's not my, like, biggest pet peeve in the world, and it's I'm not going to not read a book because of it, but I definitely prefer books to just be smooth. Like, doing the ridged edges, kind of, like, trying to be like, ooh, my book is special, my book is important, when it's well, how, how having normal take away from the book. I don't think it does. Um, anyway. Okay. That well, that's is... interesting. That's definitely different than what I thought you were going to say. If we're going to go uh, to like, have... how books are, I mean, that's a little different than what's inside the book. I mean, I have both, but is those ridged edges. Okay. Similarly to the ridged edges, a new thing that's been bugging me that I've noticed is when numbers, numbers like the number of the page numbers are in corner of the book instead of bottom center. Why? Have you seen this? I don't really think about it because I'm like, oh yeah, that's where the that's how many pages it is. And I can look either at the top or the bottom. I don't think anything of that at all. So it's why literally- is this bothering you? It's literally only been since I've been um, working on editing my own and things like that that has bothered me because in the top, on the top of pages usually has like the author name and then on the other page will say like the book title on the top. That's already a lot of stuff at the top. And now people are doing the page number in the outside corner of the top. It's just... It's just a lot. I don't know. And I'm you. I feel like I don't know what you're reading because I don't think I have any authors' names at the top of books I read. Are you kidding me? Some yeah, they are not all that I know. Really? What? Oh, hold on. I don't let believe me look, you. Let me look at my collection of books I have just sitting here. I have a couple books sitting out here. So I have the only thing Megan Golden is like Dark Corner opening. Random page and it says page 168 in the top upper corner Megan Golden and then if you go and again in the top upper corner it says let's look Little Monsters by Adrian Broder then take take a picture let me see this I will um page 140 at the top then it says Adrian Broder then the next one 141 again at the top Little Monsters Grady Hendrix oh okay 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 stop okay 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 so you're saying it's not all on one side. It's saying no. one side has the author with the with the number. The other side has the title and the number. Yes. Okay. That's not that bad. I thought you were saying there were three things on the top of every single page. And I'm like, I do not think that's true. And we have Grady Hendrix and he does it better, which is Grady Hendrix on one page, How to Sell a Haunted House on the other page, number at the bottom. I don't know. I just Yeah, I can like- see how that would be nice, but... I don't know. I don't numbers really think I care that much about it. Page numbers at the top. Or I'm looking at the. 
and I really don't want to look at the page number. I want to be reading the book and not pay attention to what page I'm on. And I don't pay attention to what page I'm on when it's at the bottom. Haha, thankfully, this mm. river, we remember the page number is at the bottom. But anyway, this is just a recent thing. As I've started to notice more books, like the last two books I read both had the page numbers at the top. And I feel like when I was reading, this is weird. I've never before then the very next book i read had the same thing and so i don't know if it's a new thing i don't know if i just didn't notice it before but it, it bugs me it bugs me a little bit it looks it just looks now it open when you get home it's it's that and women so you can look at it and see if it like the page number at the top corner looks normal to you or if it looks odd I think it looks odd. Well, I was just thinking because I'm reading Lessons in Chemistry right now and mm. the title or the 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 book page is at the top and I know that cuz I used it to see what page I was on. Ugh. See, I I, I must have read other it's I at the wonder, top corner. I wonder how often book page I like numbers I feel like that's why it doesn't bother me because that's why like I don't want to have spoilers so I like look at the top and I try to see what the, what the look at other books. page number is going to be because I think if it's at the bottom in the middle, sometimes that could be like spoilery because you might see a word or a phrase or something at the bottom. You don't want to see that. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at so many other books now. Lost Night by Andrea Bartz has it at the top. Followers by Megan Angelo has it at the top. Child by Jessica Winter has it at the top. I am thrown off. Has it been this way for a long time and I've never noticed it? Still Life by Sarah Winman. At the all. What the That's crap? Weird. Top anyway, middle. That is odd. Top middle, like directly next to the author name. I wonder if it's weird. dependent on genre. Ugh. Gross. I just well, op- I just opened my copy of Hamnet and it not has the the book page, the book the page number at the top middle. It's only on the odd pages, and on the other side it says Hamnet and not only it's got the ridged edges. Oh, gosh. That book's not for you. No, it's fine. I'll still read it. Oh, my gosh. The Three Sisters is at the top. Our Missing Hearts by Celeste Ng is at the bottom. But Ann Patchett has the ridged edges. And it's got page number at the Appearing act by Catherine Stedman. That's got to be your book. Um, Page number in the top corner and then the 22 Murders of Madison May. Is that mine or yours? Mine. Um, bottom corner. Interesting. I'm not opposed to a bottom corner. I'm not opposed to a bottom corner either. I I, I just, like I said, I, I don't know. Okay, one more. Everything happens for a reason. My cable, this is a nonfiction. And it's at the bottom. And, oh, wait, I have one more. John Mark Comer, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Bottom. I don't know. It's just, just starting to bother me. Well, I think you're more just getting your um, starting to get a little bit more conscious of it, like you said. Um, so I think that could be what's really, really bothering you. That's true. So uh, that was a big tangent okay. for me. Yes, it was. Um, okay, so for me, I don't really have anything that annoying. I don't think. One thing that I feel like is a pet peeve of mine, which I know we've talked about in like a trope setting, 
Mm-hmm. Um, like we did, we did an episode oh a while ago about um, tropes and things that really bother us in tropes. And so I feel like for me, a lot of times the pet peeves I find in books are more so like trope related mm-hmm. than um, anything else. So like, I don't really get bothered by it. Like if we're going to talk about like the physical book, I would say I've done the physical book that bothers me. And things in the book. Okay. But like not content. You're just talking about like layout of the book. I'm talking about I, would I, say, have, I have content as well. Oh, oh, anything. oh, 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 yeah. oh okay. It's just I also okay. had things um, about the physical book. I already know what yours is going to okay. say. So physical, what's it going to be? It's going to be a paperback what's that's it? got the, uh, the, that's got the crease. Yeah, I do not like, I, I can't handle it. Well, because I was going to say it associ- it's associated a lot of times with little books, like those uh-huh. small mini oh, books yeah. that are paperback. And I know someone who intentionally likes those books. Mm. Yeah, that you see she it will like, buy those books because you see it then like a goodwill. She can it's just on purpose ugh. ruin it. She said, "Well, if I throw it in my bag and whatever, it doesn't really matter." And she's like, "I'm okay if it gets all messed up." And that I that is disrespectful it. to books. Like, <gasps> it like hurts me. I'm like, oh my gosh. I so know. I would say, yeah, I do not like the binding. I am very particular about the binding of my books and how they're treated. Yes, we are aware and how um, pages are, and if you are staining my pages, or if you have dog-eared my pages, or you know, if you've gotten coffee stains or water stains or it's ruined or ripped or carried up a mountain and destroyed, but then comes back in one piece. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm just a little more particular about like how my book looks and the binding is a huge one. Is that what you were going to say to digest properly? Yeah, I, and, and a lot of times, too, it is associated with like smaller books, like like the miniature versions of books that are just short and fat, like if possible, I will never have those on my shelves. Like there are some books that I think I have, like, I think one of them's like a devotional or something. I think I have another one that's like Ayn Rand Fountainhead, Uh like stuff like that, where I cannot control that it is that shape. But if I could control and I had the option between a small fat book and a larger flat book, I would pick the larger one. Yeah, I would agree with that. So that's that's probably one of my biggest things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought of another one, which is kind of like it made me think about like some books that end up being those short fat books is often when it's like a movie cover or like a TV show cover. I feel like they will switch it to the short fat. I don't understand why, but I definitely don't love that. I don't know either. The I don't want there to be an actual picture of a real person on the cover. Yeah. What What even is okay? And now if we're gonna go into covers. What even is about having different covers, like, at in different countries? Like, I was just watching, I was just watching the Carlin Brothers channel, Super Carlin Brothers, and they were talking about all the different countries of Harry Potter and all the different forms it is and um, the different covers that there are. And it's like, well, I really like this one from the UK, but I don't like that one. Oh, I really like this one from Romania, but I don't like that one from Finland or whatever. And it's like, I'm thinking to myself, is it just because like they want to appeal to their culture and like maybe art design and things like that? But like, even like, for example, we're talking about, and this book's been on my mind a lot lately, a good bad girl. And I'm just like, oh, I really want to read this book. And we were 
almost I was literally I literally had the pre like signed UK editions in the cart and then I was like nah it's okay um I don't understand why there are two different covers like why does the UK have a cover and why does the US have a cover Mm. I don't get that and I don't know if that's a pet peeve of mine but it's more of just like I'm confused like why can't a book just have a book that's like the cover recognizable because then like no matter where you go in the world you're like oh I've seen that cover before I know mm-hmm. what that is instead of trying to like guess and figure it out. So yeah, I don't know. It could I just be agree. because they want to give like other artists a chance or something. I don't I know. Thought or different I publishing a... houses have different like different like, well, like styles. Different or publishing something? houses though. Like if you have a publishing house in the UK, it's not gonna be the same publishing houses in the US and they're gonna have different book design workers. I don't know, book designers and like covered designers or whoever. And so those people need to do their job in that country. Maybe that's mm-hmm. that's what they did. Yeah, they totally just, like, could be. Copy and paste all over the place. So, so I am the, the time that I am very thankful for different covers is with um, Anthony Horowitz's books with the word is murder and stuff like that. I love the U.S. covers so much more than the U.K. covers by far. That is when I am thankful yeah. that. It's not all the. UK but like, what covers. if that? But what if that was the only cover? Like, what if we had no? We never saw any other cover. Like, that was just the cover. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's just it. But the change before the U.S. cover because he's British. So I know, but I'm saying if you didn't I know. know, I know that there even was a potential of another option, you would just be like, yeah, that's the book cover. That's how it yeah. goes. Yeah, in the U.S. Ones anyway, so that's like it's not uh, it's it's not like I said it's not necessarily pet peeve, but like I get what you're saying about having like the TV show on it and stuff like that, and I think some of that too is for recognizable like recognition of like oh I thought I saw that on Netflix or oh that yeah that's true or oh I like that actress, so I think that could also be, and it's obviously also like promoting the show, so it's like hey you like yeah. the show here we are but the book or hey we're gonna become a movie or we're gonna become yeah. a book I mean TV show this is the book. And so I think it's also trying to make those dots, connect the dots, because there are some book covers that do not look anything like, like what you would assume, like the show would be, you know, like when you're going to compare uh-huh. the two covers, like a TV show versus like, you've got like the actual book cover, you might not recognize the book because you've only seen the show, you know, unless you're going to go and search for it. If you're just looking mm-hmm. on a shelf of like, oh my gosh, I read or I watched that show. Yeah, you definitely know. appealing to the not super like booky people who exactly. are just like, yeah, more interested in other forms of media, but would maybe read a book of a TV show. that they- Exactly. Definitely, for sure. Um, uh, This one is kind of vague, but like odd writing styles. Like, th- I always love it when um, authors choose to not... Quotation marks. Like, I don't okay. love that. That kind of bugs me. Um, just because I feel like it can be hard to follow. Unless it's, like, the right book and the right writing style. And, like, dialogue's not that important. Or um, then, that they will change the, like, paragraph. Each time someone talks, there's, like, a paragraph chunk change. Or mm-hmm. it's, like, like always indented for every type, every time someone's talking. You know? Yeah, that's a good way to indicate that there is a conversation yeah. happening. But I don't know. The no quotation marks can be difficult for me. And then the other thing is again very vague. Read um, just another missing person, McAllister, and 
oh my goodness, like some of the phrases that the author, and a lot of other authors, I don't know if like the US versions of their slightly so that like the syntax and the they use is a little bit more understandable because I, I mean obviously we all both speak English but like phrases and like synonym sayings and things common in the UK than they are in the United States yeah and so part of me is like do some of our favorite UK like American editor that like goes and like makes sure like phrases will I don't sound think so. proper to I the mean, American like, ear I've because read... Jillian McAllister's was fill- filled filled with a ton of very like British stuff that like I did not know what she meant like the way that she structured her sentences was very like British style I can't even describe it in any other good way so does but, that like, mean though that like do you think that like if you read a quote unquote like US version that it would not be the same I just wonder if there's like tiny little like tweaks that you could have done like that book and it was like the the sentence was really weird and it was that's apparently mm-hmm. a proper sentence it was not an error really hold on let me find the screenshot that i or the picture that i sent you because i don't have the book with me anymore oh here it is right here and so it says um the table next but one it says Julia is trying to work out if the man at the table next but one is somebody she has arrested before and I sent that to you because I was like that feels like that feels yeah Um, it still feels incredible it's apparently proper a proper British phrase to mean uh, two tables over weird thank you so it's like so odd Literally on the same page, it says, "It's crazy these days, isn't it?" Genevieve says, "Her arch only child." What does that mean? What does that? Mean? I don't. Google it, arch only child. Um, but that is just filled in the book, so like I felt like I had a really hard time understanding it. Weird. Yeah, I've not actually come across anything like that before, so that is interesting. Maybe that I, is like why they they try to do like a little bit of edits here and there to make sure that people are like tracking and stuff like that. It's not like I've literally words that I don't know. I've literally Googled arch only child and literally it does not come up on anything. So it must not be a real thing. They made it up. I don't know. Her arch only. That That is so strange. Bugs me. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Do you have any other things that have popped in your head? Because I still have some. <laughs> give, give give it to me. Go ahead. Easy one. Easy one. Air not using a not using out. a bookmark. Not using a bookmark. Whoops. Way to mark where you are. Um, that does. And then I actually only have one that actually has to do with con. The writing okay. one. And this one, I realized when I was reading, just finished reading Dark Corners, that it bugs the crap out of me. When you're in a thriller book and there is the height of suspense and something is happening, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, (gasps) the main character, something's happening. You wake up there in the hospital. Bugs me. 
You're like, just tell me what it is. You get to you get to this point, and the the suspense is there. How does Mm -hmm. how do they get out of this? Oh, they but don't worry, they're fine. No, keep me in suspense for longer, and especially especially in particular, it's written in the third person, so it's not like the person could have like passed out or something. Like in their first person, we don't know what's happening anymore because they pass out, and the next thing that they in the first person remember is waking up. No, this was written in the third person. Weird. We, you could have told us what happened. Yeah, that is as odd. it happened. That is odd. Um, some people are very passionate about like unexpected pregnancy trope in books or whatever. No, mine I is. I love that. I love, I love it too. that. Wake up in the hospital and you lose the suspense. But yeah, some people really hate the. Per- oh, that's like one of my favorites. I really enjoy those. I like it so much. Because I think a lot of times they occur when um they occur when there's been like loss or something in a in the book Mm. or there's something that it's like oh like one more tie to that person or something like that like or or you know there there was maybe like a child that passed before and then they you know now they're pregnant again it's it's like a lot I just always think like oh that's exciting that's a positive you know Mm -hmm. I, I think it it, and a lot of times it does catch me off guard because I'm more so focused on other parts of the story. And then it kind of comes in as like the sweet little like, oh, that was kind of nice. That's a nice little addition. So, I yeah. Like that. OK, that's fair. Um, mm-hmm. That was that was my whole list. Um, I didn't have anything else on my list, but um, apparently I'm most. The trope of waking up in a hospital and book pages where they're located yes, those 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 are very strong for you yes they are i also am surprised you didn't say cartoon people cartoon people at this point <laughs> okay i'm used to them it's not my it's not my favorite but if i had to choose between like if it's a romance people on the cover or real people on the cover i me too. I think the real feels a little bit, I don't know, kind of weird. It does feel weird. It's I it's almost know. like they're telling you these are how they look for sure. Mm. Any other like idea of what they look like. I don't know. It's not my favorite. So yes, I will well, take cartoon I think we've people. learned that you've got a lot of issues working through <laughs> some of these books. I'm working through some issues. Um, but no, that's good. That's really good. And you know, I, I, it's not that I don't have, I don't have pet peeves, but honestly, like, I feel like these are some things that you have been holding in for a while. And so, so I'm glad you've got a chance to air it all out. So long. <laughs> um, anyway, Haley, what book are you reading now? Okay, I just want to hear you say chemistry. it. Yeah. Lessons in chemistry. <laughs> I really like it. I wanted to read some last night, but I did not get a chance. Um, but I really am enjoying it, and I'm intrigued to see kind of where it goes because I do enjoy, like, the background information, like, about about the main character and this guy that she falls in love with. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. somehow in the present, he's not around anymore, and now mm-hmm. she's, like, a TV TV host, which is kind of weird. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like the actual, like, relation it's kind of like like an Allie Hazelwood where it's like science plus romance 
And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I can, I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very intrigued. But Okay, maybe not intrigued. I'm confused and wary as to how we get to the start of the book. Like how it was, you know, single mom doing a TV show. So I'm mm-hmm. like, that's not the that's not this part of the storyline that I'm intrigued about at all. Like, oh, that's interesting. A, a cooking show. Like, that's not mm-hmm. really what I'm like caring about. So I'm intrigued as to how that kind of all goes down. Yeah, it's very interesting. I can't wait for you to read more of it. It is so good. <sighs> so, Mad, what are you reading? So I am reading. Um, I haven't opened it yet, technically, but I'm going to be reading next The River We Remember by William Kent Kruger. You're probably so excited. I am very excited, but I also feel like, oh, like I feel like it's I, I, I'm anticipating it a lot, and so like part of me is like I don't want to open it, be not as good as I am anticipating. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. it'll be good. So oh, I, I, I will sure get there. I'm excited about it, and if it's super good, you can borrow it. And then who can you who can you thank for introducing you to? William, William Kruger, you of course. Me of course. My wonderful sister. Yes, it was so lovely getting to talk about our pet peeves. It was um, lovely to get angry. <laughs> it was so lovely to get angry. But alas, I must now get out of my bed and eat my breakfast. And yeah, smart, smart. Get get the day started. Um, yes. But yes. Um, it was. Uh, I hope that the listeners aren't as passionate about their pet peeves. If you do have a pet peeve that we didn't talk about or one that um, plagues you whenever you read, let us know. Um, otherwise, thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. <laughs>